Just immediately you're awful. Stop it. <laughs> Welcome back to Ramsey's Recaps, the show where we watch Kitchen Nightmares and talk about it. Uh, today I am joined by Grayson again, and boy was this a mistake. <laughs> oh, I didn't even do anything. I just like I just sometimes get pickled and start like just laughing, and I know it drives you insane. <laughs> I was just like, I'm so annoying. <laughs> this is why the people love you, I think. I don't know why they like you, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, love is a harsh word. I think they tolerate you. Yeah. I would I say most <laughs> Yeah. I would I would say most people tolerate you. <laughs> I feel like I take up a lot of space. Uh, and um, people just adjust. <laughs> I can't, they're like, well, he's not going anywhere. So, like, well, you're usually the loudest person in the room, anyways. So, it's uh, not at first, but yes. Hi, welcome to therapy with Grayson. Grayson, how are you feeling today? <laughs> I don't have feelings. I gave those up in '92. You were born in '91. <laughs> yeah, I learned fast. Oh, okay. Live fast, I am. <laughs> Did you see that meme or something that was like went to like the dentist, and my dentist is like an anti-vaxer, and she was talking about her kids, and she was like, "Yeah, I don't vaccinate my children." And the person getting the procedure done was like, "Oh, cool, live fast, I young." And like the person, like the dentist, the hygiene, hy hygienal assistant, hygienal assistant hygienist i no, but like the assistant yeah the dental assistant dental assistant. okay well you know what i mean yeah but she like her face was just dropped like that <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna keep that keep that in my pocket my dentist when i was in high school he loved to talk and like that's fine because you're you're a dentist you have to like be good at speaking, I guess. But he really loved to also ask me questions about my life when he had both his fists in my cheeks. And I'm like, all right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how to respond to you right now, dude. You're giving me a filling. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. You hear that, listener? She can fit two fists in her mouth. That is... No. I have a small mouth. Put that on your Tinder profile. Like... Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> Tight, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to forget all of this out. <laughs> Did you ever have a dentist that had the TV on the ceiling? No. Really? No. Game changer. It was great. It's... Yeah, because you just watch Spongebob while you're getting a filling. I get, I No, we didn't have TVs. I, I, I was there to get a procedure done. I wasn't there to hang out. Oh, my orthodontist had uh, video games in the waiting room, so... You know, I went to I went to the the video game dentist and orthodontist. <laughs> Honestly, that explains so much. That's why my teeth are still bad. Because video games, yeah, yeah, video games. Yeah, that's Mario. Why. Uh. Well, on today's episode of Ramsey's Recaps, we are going to Gordon's first ever Mexican restaurant on the show, Fiesta Sunrise in West Nyack, New York. Are you using pencils as tweezers? 
or tweezers? No, fucking chopsticks. <laughs> um, Courtney, I have no idea what you're talking about. That is such a weird statement to say. We're trying to do a podcast right now. I just want to start over. <laughs> no, keep going. I do remember. Okay, uh, listeners, Courtney and I definitely had to watch this episode twice. <laughs> because yeah. I totally forgot what happened. So we watched. But I the episode- do remember. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. But I do remember when we first watched it, I just cracked up at Nyack. <laughs> West Nyack. West Nyack, New York. Nyack. I, the way that things on the East Coast are named are stupid. Like, I can't say Newark. I can't say Nyack. Like, why are, just say, why is it all named the same? Anyways, we fully watched this episode and then. I remember talking about the episode like as we were watching it mm-hmm. and then I texted Grayson today being asking if he wanted to record. <laughs> he was like, yeah, what, what episode was that again? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I know. Rewatching it though. I was like, okay, yes, we did watch this. I just don't remember anything. So it it's not the best episode. The last mm-hmm. couple ones in season one are pretty meh. But, you know, we're almost done with season yeah. one. This is the third to last episode of season one. So we're almost there. Nice. 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 So Gordon is in West Nyack, New York, which is like not that far from Manhattan. And he's visiting Fiesta Sunrise, his first Mexican restaurant. The restaurant is owned by Vic, his wife, Yolanda, and their daughter slash stepdaughter, Patty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor originally owned a different restaurant, Fiesta Garibaldi, that failed and closed. And so for this new one, he asked his stepdaughter, Patty, to help finance the restaurant. So she basically sunk all of her money. She ruined her credit, like opening this restaurant for him. It's only been open for 18 months and they're already like $800,000 in debt. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Um. Patty is the owner, technically, on paper, because she paid for everything, but everything is controlled by Vic, so she's not really super involved. Yolanda says that Vic never listens to any of her suggestions or her daughter's suggestions. He runs the restaurant how he wants, and Patty thought it was going to be, like, a big opportunity, and it's been nothing but a disaster since day one, so... Like most of these, it was initially busy, and then uh, the food is bad, so nobody came back. Yeah. I, was this one busy at first? They say it was. Okay. I'm, I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, but I feel like Mexican restaurants, because they're so universal, like, I don't think they would be... If the food is good, it's not hard to keep them going for a long time. Like, I, yeah. I can see why it would be busy. But if the food's bad, like, yeah, nobody's going to come back to your Mexican restaurant. <laughs> so. Yeah. You remember when we first watched this and everything, and we were like, because both of us have step parents, and if my step parent ever talked to me that way after what I had done for them, meaning ruining basically my entire life and giving them all my money, oh, like all bets are off, I would go to jail. <laughs> like I, I would go to jail for assault. I would never buy my parent a restaurant, right? Like- <laughs> Who does that? Who has the time? Who has the money? I'm sure, like, you know, it was pitched, like, daughter, can you help 
me and yeah. my husband run all of this. But then for the stepdad to be like, yeah, you need to give us money. Absolutely not. Yeah, because the other thing is that Patty's marriage to her husband is strained because she and her husband are still giving them money to pay their bills to keep the restaurant going. And so Patty's husband doesn't come around to the restaurant ever, which mm-hmm. we will see later. Why? <laughs> um, Yolanda and Vic's marriage is also on a strain. Um, Patty feels that her mom chose her stepdad over her, which she kind of did. She did. Oh no. Like yeah. there's no Sander butts. Like she did. And then that asshole just kind of runs the restaurant into the ground and does, you know, the patriarchal bullshit of, well, I'm just, we're just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna take care of everything because I'm the man. Yeah. And you don't need to know about all of this. And so throughout this whole episode, seeing the wife just be in, like, enraged and also just like, how the fuck? Like, like she knows what's up. And I yeah. just feel like she was totally neglected on all this information. Yeah, because Yolanda will say throughout the episode that she didn't know it was this bad because Victor never let her know it was that bad. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, I know it's bad, but like, we're just going to keep chugging along and doing the same thing that we always do. And that'll work, right? Like, we only had one restaurant fail before. Like, (laughs) Gordon arrives. um, He's confused immediately because the sign says Fiesta Sunrise, but the awning says Grill 303 for some reason. They never changed it. He comes in, and the first thing he sees is a giant jug of free margarita samples, which doesn't feel legal for some reason. I, we definitely talked about that, and I was like, how do you... How, how, like, there are some 16-year-olds walking around that look like 30-year-olds. So, I mean, underage drinking, I'm sure, but... Like, if it was, like, on the bar and you had a bartender there to, like, check IDs mm-hmm. before they got the free sample, I could see it. But it's just, like, literally sitting next to the hostess stand. That all being said, you know damn well if that was, if I lived here in college, I would go every day and be like, I just want to, I just want to see, sample it, and then fucking leave. Uh-uh. Yeah, because Gordon said they were strong. He took a sample and he was just like, oh, fuck. Like, that's a lot of tequila. <laughs> yeah, throughout this whole episode, Gordon is like, you guys make great drinks. <laughs> like, like, your drinks are solid, but... He, he gets um, a margarita later and he says it's a great margarita. And he said it was the only good thing he had today. And I was like, well, at least they can make a decent margarita. <laughs> like, so... Yeah. The Gordon sits down with um, a menu and uh, Vic is there. He's like taking his order. Uh, the menu has like a sticker on it that says Fiesta Sunrise and he peels off the sticker and it says Fiesta Garibaldi underneath. And it's the same menu from the failed restaurant. And Gordon asks Victor like, is the menu the same? Yes. The cooks are the same. All the staff is the same. The food is exactly the same. Even the cups that the margaritas come in still say Fiesta Garibaldi on them. <laughs> so everything, he's just literally like recreating what has already failed and wondering why it's not working this time. And I think that's the definition of insanity. Well, it's also, you know, the like money grubbing of like, you know, buying all these new things and branding again. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And, 
you know, you are you just gonna waste all these cups and everything? And I was like, kind of, yeah. If you if you want to start over, you have to start over, not you know, dragging this dead weight along with you. Yeah. So he orders the combination one, which is like a sampler platter. It has like a taco burrito enchilada on it. And he gets, I think, some mole enchiladas. It was like something covered in a brown sauce, which I assume was a mole sauce. Yeah. It's unclear. So Gordon gets his food and the chicken is dry. The beef is old and tough. They give him like week old rice. Disgusting. Vic says that everything was cooked yesterday. Literally everything in this kitchen was from yesterday or Friday. Mm-hmm. No in between, nothing before then. It is clearly months older than that, but everything is from yesterday. <laughs> also, when he was trying to eat the beef, he was like, I can't swallow it. Yeah, like, he spit it out. He And he was like, I, there's something about that I cannot swallow it. I was like, ah, ah. Yeah. We're good. And also, we have to note that this is a really big restaurant. Like, the space can hold 120 people. They only had two tables booked for lunch. Okay. We're back. Technical difficulties. And I'm having a stroke. So, But we're back. So we were talking about the size of the restaurant. It's a big restaurant. It can hold 120 people. They only have a few tables, like two tables booked for lunch. The restaurant itself isn't that terrible looking. It has like some kind of kitschy mexican decorations kind of all mm-hmm. over the place but other than that it's like a fine restaurant nothing to write yeah. about it looks like a, it looks like a mexican yeah, restaurant very generic. <laughs> after he finishes his meal gordon goes back into the kitchen to get give feedback talk about the food he discovers that the cooks have been serving really old rice they say it's from yesterday it's clearly not it's clearly older than that gordon then realizes that yolanda and patty just financed this and that vic runs it or ruins it as they say yeah look at patty is not shy about her hatred (laughs) uh they talk about finances and they need to take in twenty two thousand a week to break even they're taking in a third of that they are losing half a million dollars a year they are already in eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars of debt after just 18 months of being in business which is insane that's insane okay like i is because they said like ninety thousand like a month is what they need. Is that high yeah. or low? I don't know. I think for that big of a place, it might be okay. fine. Okay. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I I know it depends on like the area, how much their expenses are for food and like rent and like employee payment mm-hmm. every month. Plus, like if they actually want to make money off of it. So like 22 grand is just to like pay for everything, I'm assuming. Yeah. If they want to like actually make their own money, they have to make more than 22 grand a week. So you know, plus they have $850,000 to pay off, so yeah. So Gordon arrives later that night for a dinner service. Um it's not super busy. It's a little bit busier than usual because Gordon's there. There are so many people in that kitchen at all times. They have like four chefs. The kitchen is gigantic mm-hmm. as well. And 
yeah, it's it's a big kitchen. They have a lot of employees working there. Gordon says they probably have too many employees working there because they have like four chefs and two dishwashers and like a million servers for no reason. And then he does his kitchen inspection. <laughs> and it's gross. It, I it, it was at one point, didn't he like pick up it was one of those things. I think we'd done an episode before. We were like, oh, we thought that was like grease and it ended up being cake. This time it was grease. Like, <laughs> yeah. So he, he, op- he, he like opens a fridge and he sees that there's like some water in the fridge and like some old like rice. Then he opens another fridge and sees like a bucket of like tilapia that is so old. It is like stinky and dry and like the ends of it are curling. Like that's how old it is. Then a table says they don't like their chips. And that's a bad, that's a sign of a bad Mexican restaurant right off the bat. If the chips are bad, just leave. (laughs) It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So the waiter brings the chips back into the kitchen and just like dumps them back into the drawer where the chips are being kept. <laughs> That's but he was like, he only touched one. I was like, I <laughs> they're still gross. They're not good chips. Throw them away. Mm. He finds like some old dried chili rellenos, like fried stuffed chili peppers, and they're they were like, That's from yesterday. It's not, it's from a month ago. Like <laughs> they look petrified. Yeah. He yeah. There's always slimy kitchen in the ki- in uh, slimy chicken in the kitchen, like in every episode. Mm-hmm. He finds five month old chives. He finds um, all of the steak and pork has been like individually wrapped in tin foil, and the it's like oxidizing and brown and gross. <laughs> and yeah, again, I- this was all cooked yesterday, so. <laughs> oh, definitely, and he pulls out fish too. That yeah. just like smells horrible. Yep. And then he goes into the walk-in, and that is where there are like literal, like they use literal garbage bins full of ground beef and refried beans. And it's like enough food to feed people for months. It's like mm-hmm. months worth of food. He picks up the ground, like a chunk of frozen ground beef, and it has like it's like two inches of ground beef and five inches of fat, which is disgusting. You got to get rid of that. He was like, this, this is fatter than you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 drag him. <laughs> this, this is weirdly an episode where the kitchen is disgusting, but nobody sends their food back, really, um, that we see at least. Mm-hmm. So... He then finds the bucket of refried beans, which is in like a literal like miniature garbage can, like one of the like industrial like gray mm-hmm. gallon garbage cans, but it's a tiny one. There's like a skillet in it that they use to scoop out the beans. <laughs> and Gordon says, take out these beans to your customer and show you show them what you do. And he says, no, it's embarrassing. And so Gordon does it instead. He picks up this like heavy ass bucket of beans, throws it so hard onto a table that the table breaks in half. And then he does a full middle of service shutdown. Like everyone just get the fuck out of this restaurant right now, which I think is the first one we've had yet in this series. 
So yeah, that's exciting. I know you've shown me episodes where he does it later, but this one, it was like, uh, and then he was like, and look at it, Wes, you're on your way out. I think I do remember specifically when we watched it the first time I turned to you, I was like, I understand his method, but that just destroyed that business. Oh, and Vic says that too. He's like, he's, he's none of these people are ever going to come back basically. Yeah. Vic says, and they're going to tell anyone who's like, Oh, I heard Gordon Ramsay like did a revamp of this restaurant. Should we go? Absolutely not. I was there the night he did this, you know, yeah. and it's, in a smaller town area. And we're back again. Oh my God. If Squadcast crops out on me one more time, I'm going to make freaking lose it. Like, <laughs> you're gonna make lose. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> it Look, this episode was kind of, yeah. So you were, you're going to, our, your listeners are going to get some interesting just cuts. <laughs> yeah. Nothing will be as exciting as last week when we found out that the owner got arrested like a month after Gordon was there. <laughs> I love that. The drama. <laughs> yeah. So basically the, the restaurant gets shut down for the night. Um, I'm fully in the camp that they just need to kick Victor out of this restaurant. I don't know why they haven't done it yet. I think Patty and Yolanda could run that shit just fine. Yeah. You know? Honestly, it, it, one of those things is like, you know, you, you are, you are the problem. Yeah. Well, th this restaurant actually has a couple problems, yeah. but <laughs> The, he is definitely one of the biggest ones, you know, aside from cleanliness and the lack of chefs, you know. Yeah. The talking head says that this is the grossest restaurant Gordon has ever seen. I I think it's not as gross as Dylan's was. It will take a lot for a kitchen to be grosser than Dylan's. <laughs> Granted, I feel like a lot of Dylan's was like the basement part. But this, I, like, well, you start explaining the next section i think the next section is like why this is the grossest restaurant yeah so the next day gordon comes in in the morning and he sits down with patty and her husband don and he he sees that patty and don's marriage is suffering don is unhappy at the way vic treats patty he's unhappy that patty is still putting money into this business he wants to be more involved but Vic won't let him because they fight all the time. Victor arrives and he is not happy that Don is there. It quickly turns into an argument. Victor says, you don't have a job. Like you're lazy and know nothing. You go hunting and fishing all the time. And Don's like, I do what I want in my free time. I pay my bills and I pay your bills. I pay my bills. My bills are paid. Right. <laughs> sisters reference. Yes. Also, this guy's voice is hysterical. Don a little higher than, than most guys. I pay your bills and my bills. Come on, Mickey Mouse. Like, <laughs> you sound like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Don paid for Vic's mortgage, and like he calls him. Like Don fully says, "You're just a bitch." And that's when Victor like literally flips the table over and like Gordon has to stand between them because these dudes are going to like punch each other out. And you know what? I think Don would have won. I think Don would have definitely won. Poor <laughs> Vic, man. He, he just couldn't move fast. And Don was coming for him. Yeah. He, he's been ready for this moment. Oh, yeah. So, which almost, almost wish it had happened. 
I also wish it had happened. Yeah. I wish I wish I said I think in my notes that I, I wish John had just punched Victor. I think it would have been more satisfying. But you know, liabilities and all that can't have that happening. After this little exchange, it just kind of ends. They don't really say what happens. Gordon goes into the kitchen because he has a game plan of like a burrito special for the night where he's going to get everyone in the kitchen to cook a burrito and the best one goes on the menu. Instead, he finds um, cockroaches just literally everywhere. Like how they didn't notice them the night before is beyond me. But they are literally on every surface. They are on every plate. They are in the sink. They are on the stove. They are on the floor. Yolanda and Patty say that they had never seen the cockroaches before. He asked Victor and the chefs if they had seen any, and they both say yes. And <laughs> Vic, Vic, Vic was aware of the problem, and he didn't do anything about it, is the bottom line. It's one of those moments that I almost wish Gordon Ramsay had just turned to Yolanda and them and said, like, fire him right now or I will leave. Yeah, if this was Bar Rescue, he would have done that. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, that is completely unacceptable and so many health violations. Like, no. Yeah. Yep. So instead of burritos, they all got cockroaches. Gordon calls an exterminator and then just walks out. He returns a couple hours later for dinner service. They have a couple hours to get ready for dinner service. And instead of doing like a fun cooking montage, he just says, we're cooking fresh food, prepare it, do what you need to do. Everything that we prepped today is getting cooked today. And that's that we're not saving anything anymore. Cause it's gross. <laughs> First thing the fucking chefs do, though, is overcook the damn rice, which goes on literally every plate. You cannot overcook the rice. Otherwise, you cannot send out any plates. Yeah. It, that is that is a basic. Like, such a basic. Like, aside from, like, cooking an egg, I don't know what else, like, is simpler, you know? Yeah, so the pot of overcooked rice then means every dish is backed up. The kitchen gets backed up. Yolanda has to step in and cook the rice because the cooks can't fucking do it. Every table, the customers, like half of them got their food and the other half are just waiting. So I don't know why tickets aren't going out all at the same time. They're getting very frustrated. Like this one guy, this one guy is talking to his waiter. He's like, you know, I'm full. I ate my food, but you know, half my table hasn't even eaten yet. And their waiter's just like, oh, you know, like there's just some chaos happening back there. And the customer's like, well, what are you going to do when this place is actually full? We're only half full right now. And he's got a point. <laughs> yeah. Then a dish comes out and it has like a bunch of little black bits all over it. And they say it's from the top of the broiler because they haven't clean the broiler in a while they say they cleaned it sunday they did not <laughs> and gordon gets just gets frustrated and they he says that what they made that night doesn't even cost the cover the cost of the staff for the night let alone everything else so they're not doing great mm -mm. Mm -mm. but that's like three dinner services that have just been atrocious yeah they've had nothing good happen food still hasn't gone back to the kitchen that we've seen so like people are just like choking it down i guess and dealing with it i don't know again it's mexican food i guess people are like yeah it's mexican food 
Yeah. So that night, Gordon says he's going back to New York City. He's going to ponder what to do next because he's like at, at a loss for what to do with these cooks because none of them know what they're doing. There's no leader in the kitchen. Vic is a fucking pansy. He can't get the shit together. So he can't lead that kitchen. Yolanda seems to be able to handle it, but she doesn't want to, which is, you know, I get it. She's like, I didn't want, I didn't sign up for this. Mm-hmm. So the next day, Gordon shows up with Chef Julieta Ballesteros, a top Mexican chef. She is like the biggest, most like well-known Mexican restaurant in New York City. They don't say the name of the restaurant weirdly, but she's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, you could have at least like promoted her restaurant. But he brings in um, Julieta, who is the top Mexican chef in New York City, to train all of the chefs. She she seems really nice. She seems very quiet. She goes back into the kitchen and is like, here are pictures of what all the dishes should look like. Make them like this. And it's very easy. <laughs> he also yeah. gave the restaurant a makeover. Which was fine. Fine. <laughs> like, I, you know, it, it, I feel like every episode I've been on, the renovations have either been horrible or like, okay, you just made it look uniform. And that's all it looks like, you know. The Black Pearl um, makeover was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But what was the first one? Stone. Oh, Stone the Old Stone Mill. Wait. With the couches. The couches. Oh, they're like, they're booths. I was like, in what fucking world? No. That's a couch. You're literally sitting on two couches eating a dinner. That's weird. At a restaurant? No, I I think not. Mm -mm. Yeah, so essentially the remodel is that they just took down some of the kitschy designs, put up some like metal suns on the walls. They painted the walls a little yellow, like a darker yellow and they added red tablecloths to the tables. Yeah. Hooray. You did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I just wonder, I wonder if they do have a budget and they were like, we have to spend a majority of this budget on exterminators. Like, yeah. Ugh. Or getting Julieta in there to show them what to do. <laughs> like, yeah. so relaunch night happens. It's, um, I would overall say this was actually a successful relaunch. They only had one dish come back because it was cold. And the other thing they did wrong was they literally caught nachos on fire, which is hilarious because they're nachos. Like, how the fuck did you catch chips on fire? <laughs> but <laughs> can you imagine you walk into a place and you just see nachos just on fire? <laughs> on fire. I, one, I would wait and see how this played out. But then I would leave. <laughs> like, it was like, I just have to see what's going to happen. Yeah. And then I will leave. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just want to see what, 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 uh, what happens. <laughs> um, the other big thing that happened was that the mayor came in and um, they got the food out to him quickly and he loved it. So I would say this was actually like a very successful relaunch. They had no food come back. There was not long wait times. They had uh, good customer feedback. And then at the the end of the episode, after dinner service, Gordon and Den decides to show them that he added a sign to the awning that says Fiesta Sunrise. I don't know why he did it at the end of dinner service. That feels like it should have been there at the beginning. That should have been there when he was like, hey, check out your new restaurant. But, you yeah. know, whatever. 
Yeah, I mean, overall, I feel like this whole restaurant suffered from incompetence by, you know, the bloated ego of this patriarchal man. Yeah. Like, that, and then he just also didn't know how to run a restaurant and or didn't care. Yeah. Like, and then his, like, laziness and or lack of any interest or entrepreneurship into said business i was like bro like what are you doing <laughs> what do you do every day yeah. you know well because i think gordon said too he was like you're you were an idiot because there are like thousands of cars that drive by this place every day and they don't know that you're here dummy mm -hmm. like why didn't you take advantage of that before but at the end of the day gordon said he was impressed with vic and he thinks the restaurant will be a success do you think it was a success i i do i do agree this was possibly the best time that they've been like oh relaunch was considered as a, a success i was like no this one was a success like yeah everything flowed so smoothly and the food looked good and it was getting out and the menu looked good and the staff was there like it's one of those things that I was like, leadership is why this place is failing. Like, it has everything there. Like, the good bones to the restaurant. You know, they know what they can cook. And, you know, it yeah. just... Ugh. So, what happened next at Fiesta Sunrise, you may be asking? <laughs> I am. What What happened? So Fiesta Sunrise closed in September of 2008, which I, I believe is before this episode even aired. Uh, the restaurant was seized due to failure to pay taxes that were owed. It had been closed previously in July of 2007 for failing to pay taxes. They paid in full and they were allowed to reopen. And then now the building is empty and boarded up. Fiesta Sunrise aired on November 13th, 2008. So... And it was filmed in February 2008. So yeah, it closed before the episode of Hitchin' Nightmares even aired. With that much debt, though, it's, you know, like, good luck. Yeah, you kind of just hope that they made the, enough money back to pay their debt and then move on with their lives. Honestly, so. yeah. And I, I, have a, I have a feeling they did not. No, probably not. Yeah, but that, that's that's the end of that episode. There's nothing else? Like no, nothing. that was it. There's nothing dramatic at the end of that. I know sometimes yeah. there's something really cool and dramatic. Like last week we learned that the owner, Sabatello's, got arrested for vandalizing his own restaurant after he lost it, like a month after the episode aired. And then he got arrested again because he stole a bunch of money from people. So, <laughs> But this week, um, no, no drama. Just the restaurant closed. Nothing will ever be David's rant <laughs> from the Black Pearl episode. Nothing will ever be that good. That, yeah. Oh, God. But I do, I just... Ugh. <laughs> this is, like, specifically, this episode made me feel so bad for the stepdaughter. Yeah. And, it, you know, it just, like, puts an emphasis on, like familial relations can be so toxic damaging and like overwhelming like i i'm you know it yeah. just 
she was like, I want to have a relationship with my mother, I'm sure. And this is what she's asking me to do. And I'm trying to do it, but I am losing everything. Well, and I think Gordon has said before, like, if a family business is run correctly, it can go on for actual generations. But the Mm -hmm. hardest thing is working with your family. Like, oh, yeah. Businesses like this cause divorce, cause siblings to never talk to each other again. Mm -hmm. Parents to never talk to their kids. Like, and it sounds like from this episode, it sounds like the stepdaughter and Yolanda like wanted to be a part of it, but Vic would not let them. No, because it was his dream. Listen, bitch. Um, I just financed this entire thing. I'm going to get a say so. Yeah. You know, and it, uh, unfortunately for me, this only came off as like, you know, he's doing this because she's a woman, as opposed to if that had been her son, I feel like things would have been a little bit different, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if it had been like his kid instead of just a stepkid. Yeah. 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 Well, I hope, I hope Patty and her mom are in a good spot now. I hope Victor learned his fucking lesson. I honestly hope Yolanda divorced him. Like, no. I would, I would think she probably did. Most of these, if the restaurant closes, the marriage ends, like that's just how it goes. So it just, for me, I was like, it's about betrayal. Like that's such a betrayal. Yeah. Of, like not only our relationship, but now you have involved my daughter into this and you've destroyed her life. Like, yeah, ah. she, it's all her debt and her fucking credit on the line now. Like, mm-hmm. he he literally has no, nothing on the line except for he'll lose a restaurant. Exactly. And that that is selfish and incredibly difficult to watch. Yeah. That, and that's why that's why I wanted him to get knocked the fuck out. I was like, no, I want I want some blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love to see him and Don fight. That would have been so good. Uh, just just Gordon Ramsay should be like, oh, look, we're going to do like a family exercise. We're just going to do a boxing match. And Tom would be like, I don't need the gloves. Like, <laughs> it just like. <laughs> Go to town. Oh. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him harder. Hit him. Hit him. Fucking. Ugh. Oh, my God. Next yeah. week's episode is also a very um, family oriented restaurant. So. I, really I, interesting to see. I mean, look, I know for a fact I cannot work with my family. Like oh, career yeah. wise. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. No, especially restaurant. Restaurants are already stressful enough as it is. I could not imagine trying yep. to with one with like it, it's too many cooks. There's literally too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, cause you're like all like trying to spat out your ideas of how to make the restaurant better. Mm-hmm. And only one of you can be right. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it should have been the stepdaughter, the one paying the fucking bills. What did she want? That's how it should be. You're like, Oh, <sighs> Oh, I'm off my soapbox. That just like irritates me beyond no end. Ooh, he's all hot and bothered. <laughs> hot. I'm hot. Yep. Well, thank you for being on the podcast again. Every I mean, 
every, every five episodes. I know. <laughs> Here it's I gonna am. get weird when season two starts because I'm to like delay you a bit to get you just on episode five again. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be fine. We'll we'll figure it out. You wanna plug anything? Well, um <laughs> if you if you haven't heard of it. You're going to plug the same thing you plug every time you're on here? <laughs> the same thing every time. Well, it's quarantine, so I have nothing that I'm currently pursuing or doing because I am about to be vaccinated. Oh, I'm so excited. And then and then the steps of, you know, pursuing and creating, everything will be more available to me. But right now, uh, my big project is with Courtney, our host of this podcast on our other podcast called Trailer Trashed, where we watch one movie per state on our great road trip around the US of A. And uh, yeah, it'll be great. I think the week this comes out will be our Kansas episode. So yeah, with Caitlin, who has the most listened to episode of this podcast. So if you oh, like wow. Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, rub that in. That's 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 great. All of the episodes do extremely well. Hers is only doing just like a little bit better. <laughs> great. Cool. Um cool. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh can't wait to talk to her. That'll be great. We're going to come hear us rant about um, Kansas and how we're not doing the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> so excited for that. I, I I enjoy that movie. I just don't think I can watch it again. <laughs> it's truly one of my favorite books and movies. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I said no. <laughs> I said no. That's the thing. Grayson has more authority on trailer trash than I do, even though it was my idea and it's my podcast technically. <laughs> But I, I definitely curate the you entire. <laughs> I just edit it. I just show up. <laughs> Courtney, I think we should do this. Are you asking? Or are you telling? I'm definitely telling, but I'm I'm phrasing it like you have a choice. Like <laughs> Colorado is the prime example of that. When we did fucking Dumb and Dumber, just because Grayson was like, I want to do Dumb and Dumber for Colorado. It only takes place in Colorado for the last like twenty minutes. We're doing Dumb and Dumber for that Colorado. Is for half the movie, it is in Colorado. It is not half the movie. Yes. No. Yes. No. Courtney, we're not going to fight on your podcast. We'll fight on my podcast. You better restart <laughs> your own podcast then. <laughs> Listen here, you donut. <laughs> I'm calling my listeners donuts because Gordon likes to call people donuts. Oh, oh, I don't like that. You're a donut. <laughs> Glazed. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Good and that's build. the end of this Oh my podcast. God. I have to stop. I have to stop. I have to stop. <laughs> Thank you everyone for it's listening. A- <laughs> Not a family show. Thank you everyone so much for listening and we'll see you for next week's episode. Bye. Wow. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ramsey's Recaps. If you liked this episode, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Ramsey's Recaps. You can also follow me on TikTok to see all of the recipe videos that go with the episodes at It's a Me Courtney one And if you want to support us financially, you can throw a few dollars our way on Ko-Fi. That's ko-fi.com slash Courtney Style. The links to everything will be in the description and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.